Hey guys, thank you for clicking play. Thank you for taking that index finger or that fat thumb and tapping play. My name is Courtney Lindsay. We are on episode four five four five four five. So on episode four five, is going to be a question and answer. Um, it's a pretty co- uh, simple question where it's pretty much asking, "Do you do deals on foreclosure?" And I'm going to go through that step right there and hopefully answer your question and then move on to the next and hopefully guys are doing deals and connecting and meeting your uh your team and building your team and also calling uh sellers all right so let's get to this question the question is do you do uh do you do deals on foreclosures so foreclosure is a very tricky uh gray area in certain states uh for example uh foreclosure in washington state it's uh, some investor do uh, foreclosures uh, before it gets to foreclosure. Um, so they're pending foreclosure and it hasn't foreclosed to where the bank took it over. So a lot of times what's the rule in Washington State and you have to check your own rule. But in Washington State, if a, if a seller or homeowner is pending foreclosure, they're under a protected law that says pretty much any legal professional uh, personnel cannot really touch them because these guys are very uh, vulnerable. They are very um, they're in a very weak um, condition because they're under stress and they can be easily taken advantage of. Um, but at the same time, the bank is waiting to foreclose on it, which is going to take advantage of the property take the equity, put it back on the market, make money, and move on. So foreclosure is a very great area, and you have to check your state laws. But in Washington State, if a house is pending foreclosure, and the reason why it will be foreclosed is because the homeowner haven't paid the mortgage in a long time, right? It could be two years, three years, four years. It could be a couple months. It just depends on how aggressive that lender might be. Wells Fargo, Chase, and all the others that are out there. So to answer your question, it depends on what state. In Washington state, again, they are protected from investors, uh, real estate professionals to pry on them because they're in this very sensitive area where uh, they need help and they're they're on their knees or they're on uh, the last straw and sometimes um, they don't make the best decision. Um, but have I purchased a pending foreclosure property? And my answer to that is yes. I've done it because uh, the homeowner had uh, had came to me and said, hey, look, I'm foreclosing a home, haven't paid my mortgage in two years, and I need to sell this home or it's going to foreclose. And they came to me. And so I went ahead and I assisted them. Again, my goal is to help people. And so when they came to me for help, I went ahead and assisted them. So my goal was to, uh, one of the things when you, if you're looking to uh, dabble around the foreclosure, pending foreclosure property, one of the things you're going to have to learn is to build a team. And that team, you will need a short sale specialist um, to be able to close on a foreclosure. Because a lot of times what a foreclosure is, is pretty much the seller slash owner owes 
money to the lender. And a lot of time it's uh, they're owing uh, months of uh, missing payments, mortgage payments. They're missing uh, late fees on those payments. They are owing a lot. So they will have their original balance plus the missed payments plus all the fees. Now, all of a sudden, they owe a lot more. And so a lot of times, if you're trying to buy a foreclosure or pending foreclosure property, you would need a short sale specialist personnel on your team. Because what a short sale specialist do is they go and they negotiate that property to get it at a discount or at a market value. And so a lot of times I'll give an example. I had a foreclosure, which is probably one of the biggest foreclosures I've done. Um, and it was a big home run, mega, mega home run. And so the property, you know, we, we watched the property for about four or five years and didn't really, really rec recognize that the home really needed help. And we were flipping other homes. And long story short, we kind of realized, you know what, let's flip this home right here. So we went ahead and we flipped the home. And to buy the home, we had to do a, uh, had to search for the seller. The seller was in another state. We found the seller. We connected with the seller and the seller was going to, um, the property was going to be in foreclosure. Uh, let's say it's February. It was going to be in June. And I contact the uh, owner slash seller in February. And when I did that, the, the owner said, yes, I would love to sell this property and not have a foreclosure on my record. So that's when I connected uh, the contract, the seller and my short sale specialist together. And when I did that, I went ahead and I helped the. Uh, the owner, by getting into a contract, I took that cash offer, took it to the bank, which my short sale specialist did. And then my short sale specialist went ahead and negotiated and batted for me and served the mortgage company would have uh, served and we served back and we kept going back and forth. And long story short, um, the owner owed about 350 and the market value for the home is probably right around 300 to 290 was the market value but with the home with the um short sale specialist and all the ugly stuff that was wrong with the home and me getting the contract to bid plus all these other bids to show that this home needed a significant amount of uh repaired and replaced and remodel um we got the home for about 235 to 240 so we got the home for 230 to 245 we went ahead and we added about 95000 into that home. And then we sold that home for $566,000. Um, so that was a big, big home run on that one. Because one, we helped out the, the owner slash seller. Um, she, was not a, she, wasn't, she was not able um, to make those payments. But we were able to help her from going into foreclosure. Just so you guys know, a foreclosure, and it varies, but I think, but a foreclosure stays on your credit report or on your record 7 to 12 years. So that person cannot buy a property, another property for 7 to 10 years. And also their 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 uh, credit is going to be tanked. It's going to be ugly. It's going to be dragged for all 7 to 10 years. So one of the things we did for this seller slash owner is we... We hurried up and bought the property. So we, we got in contract in February. We bought it by May. 
and we saved the day. And at the same time, while I had a short sale specialist to win this negotiation, I also had a credit repair person that went ahead and started assisting the seller to start repairing her credit. Just so you guys know, a short sale on a on a home for a seller slash owner, it's only two years and they are able to buy another home. And then when you get a credit repair personnel like on my team to to start targeting those negative uh, hits on your credit report, um, she was able to buy and buy another home within, I think, a year and a half to two years from that. So we did a lot of good. One, we helped the owner um, avoid uh, foreclosure, which would have damaged her credit for seven to ten years. We were allowed to make it a short sale and a short sale and a foreclosure is just simple. A short sale is saying that the bank forgive the owner the X amount of debt and they're they're selling it for less. Example would be um let's say that right the owner owed 350, right? Because of all the late fees and the missing mortgage for years and the bank sold it to us for 235 to 240. That's a big difference of uh, what it's what is owed and what they sold it for, and that this is, and that's where a short sale comes in. They accept the short sale, and that loss, the bank just eats it and move on and just get out of the property instead of losing everything. So that's what a short sale is. A short sale is just a responsible way of a homeowner um, cannot afford the property anymore, but instead of ignoring it and squatting at the home until the home is foreclose and then before the police come and knock on the door and they're squatting the whole entire way the owner is being responsible and finding a way to sell the home um, before that happens so a short sale is someone being responsible in a in a uh, significant change in financial health and etc a foreclosure is a person that just pretty much can't afford the home didn't do anything uh, to keep the home, didn't notify the the mortgage personnel, and pretty much just stayed in the home and squatted all the way until the police came to kick them out. And there's people that 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 does do that, and the reason they do it is because they don't have anywhere to go. And if they haven't paid a mortgage in two to three years and they're getting negative hits on their report, they have to stay in that home until the last minute because they can't buy another home. They can't probably rent because their credit is going to be shot. So they have nowhere to go but to squat in their own home. And sometimes that's a sad situation. And the banks just wait around to foreclose on it. So my answer to your question. Can you do deals on foreclosure? It varies on the state you're in. But yes, in a gray area, you can. We did a deal. We've done few deals. And again, sometimes the homeowner comes to us. We didn't pray on them and we didn't go after them and prayed on, uh, pray on them in a way that was not, you know, ethical. Um, because, again, that area is a very gray area where um, they're very, very sensitive in that area where they can't afford the home. They know they can't afford it. It's embarrassing. And the law protects them from people that are just preying on them to, to take advantage of them. But the bank is waiting to take advantage of the property and take it over. So that's my answer to that. It's a very gray area, but 
yes, there's people that do a lot of deals on foreclosure because a foreclosure uh, seller slash owner could be very motivated. That's the thing uh, that you have to find in sellers. Are they motivated to sell? And in foreclosure, pendant foreclosure properties, most of the time it varies. Some of them are motivated and some of them are not. You know, the person, the house that I told you about that I just did uh, and I did a foreclosure on and that was the biggest home run ever. Um, that person moved out of the property. They no longer live. They live somewhere in the East Coast, but they moved out of the property here in Washington State. So they already had another home. They probably was already embarrassed because they couldn't pay it. So they just left the property. And that's in a sense is a good scenario because if you find that homeowner, there could they could be motivated to stop getting those calls on Saturdays and Friday morning about when they're going to make a mortgage payment. So when you connect with that kind of homeowner and they're no longer living in the home and they already started a new life, there's a good chance they want to help that pass as much as possible and not have those uh, headaches from the phone calls. But if you find a pending foreclosure property and the homeowner is living in there and they've been not paying their mortgage for years, it might be hard to get those guys to be motivated because they have nowhere to go after they leave, after you kick them out the home or you purchase the home. So they're looking at a rental status. It might be hard or they're going to have to pay X amount of dollars because of their poor credit. And they know they can't buy a home because they've been damaged already. But one of the things you can do when you sit down or if a foreclosure, pending foreclosure uh, homeowner comes to you is you can let them know that one, you're going to stop, uh, you're going to try to prevent the foreclosure from happening because if it happens, it's going to be seven to 10 years on their credit of bad credit. They can't buy and et cetera. All right. Two, you're going to say that you're going to help, right? If you have a credit person on your team, then you attack you, you take the credit person and put them right on play to the homeowner slash seller so that they can start repairing their credit right away so they can buy in the next few years and then to educate them on short sale. Short sale, again, is only two year negative hit. You can buy on the second year. Sometimes you can buy a year and a half later. All right. So those are the positive things that you can mention to a person that's in a pending foreclosure is that you got to have a good short sale specialist. You got to have a good credit repair person and you're going to save them from a seven to 10 year negative hit and they cannot purchase a home. So these are all the positives that you can sit down and talk to a pending selling a pending seller uh, that's in this, um, you know, in in the in about you know, a chance to get into foreclosure. So hopefully that answered your question. Cause again, um, we, we have ran into that scenario. We didn't go and try to find and seek someone that was down and weak and also protected by the law, but they have came to us and say, Hey, listen, I'm, I'm not going to be making my payments anymore. The bank is probably going to want it. What can you do for me? And we do is we listen and we help. So, you can do deals in foreclosure. It is a gray area. Um, it depends on the state. If someone comes to you and they're saying, hey, man, this is where I'm at, then find a way to help them. 
Um, and that's what we did for one home that was uh, vacant for about four years and turned out to be foreclosing. And we went ahead, found the homeowner, got into a contract, got a short sale specialist, got a credit repair to start helping the homeowner. We bought the property. We saved the homeowner from a seven to ten year damage credit and buying history. We went ahead and started getting her credit repair. Within a year and a half to two, she was able to buy a home. And she did all of that because she became responsible and she was motivated because she no longer lived in the home. And she was actually very, very tired of the bank calling her every morning to figure out when she was going to make that payment. So... Hopefully that answered your question. My name is Courtney Lindsay, and again, I am happy to be back on here. Hopefully you guys got this episode. If you got any answers, I mean, any questions, feel free to ask. Um, I mean, let me see what else. What else can I think about? Um, oh, I you know, if you guys check out, I, we got a couple projects going on right now. Um, you know, the, almost the end of the year. It's only, what, October, November, December. So we're right in the beginning of October right now, 2018. So we got October, November, December. And so what I want you guys to understand is you still have three more months to go to unwrap 2018. Just remember in 2018, you guys had that New Year resolution. You had all this positive things you want to do. And you still have three months left to come out in 2018 as a winner for yourself, for your family, for your friends, and for you. So continue your goals, stay forward, stay focused, and get it. You know, we had a couple projects that we did. Um, we, You know, we had a, a car show. I don't know. I forgot that I should have jumped on here and mentioned that. We had a car show that we did uh, just last month in August, I think it was, or September. We did it in September, I believe. We did a car show, which was pretty cool. No, it was August. We did it in August, um, a car show. And if you guys want to see that, you can always go to the Yellow Ribbon Ventures um, Facebook page. Um, you can see it on my personal pages on Facebook. You can see it on Instagram. Um, we did a car show, and we had a couple winners. And we did a virtual car show. Uh, one of the cool things about a virtual car show is you didn't really need to pull out your car. It could have been raining, could have been whatever, but all you needed to do was to take a photo of your car, put it up on the car show, virtual car show, and then we had a few winners. I think we had two winners. One was from Texas, and they won a Yellow Ribbon Ventures hat, a gift card from Starbucks, and the other guy, same thing again in Washington, got a hat and a Starbucks card. So again, if you guys wanted to check out that car show, it was pretty cool. I had a whole day where I did a private car show at the house. Then I went ahead and drove to the actual car show and I actually captured those um, video of the car show. And then I actually wrapped it up and that was pretty cool. So I hopefully you guys checked that car show out. It was pretty cool. Um, my name is Courtney Lindsay and it's the beginning of October. Three more months to go, guys. Let's make 2018 your year. I know I still get inbox. I still get texts. I see you guys are doing your thing. Continue doing it. Continue hustling. And if you haven't received one dime yet from your effort, let's multiply that effort. And you have three more months. 
See, one of the things in real estate or one of the things in any business you want to start is when you get into the entrepreneur or you get into the business category, there's no guarantee. And that's what a lot of people fear. A lot of people can't take the two weeks without a check, four weeks without a check, six weeks without a check, eight weeks, 10, 12. But that is something you're going to need to build that while you're not getting it, you do see the check coming. And that's the delayed gratification. So one of the things when you're in the e-box, the employee box, is that it's an instant gratification. Every two weeks, you will get a check. Whether it pays all your bills is another story. And sometimes it doesn't, but yet you still go back or they go back because it's that instant, I need something every two weeks in my hand. But when you start your new business, entrepreneur mindset, and it's a very unknown when you're going to get paid, you know you're going to, you know you're going to service someone that needs help, but when it happens, it all depends on your consistency, on how much effort you apply, but I promise you, you apply that effort, and if you haven't received a dime, you have three more months, double the effort, double the time, and you know, if you do that, you will have something before December the 31st, 2018. All right. So hopefully you guys got this episode. Thank you guys for clicking play. My name is Courtney Lindsay. Again, you guys can find me on yellowribbonventures.com, Yellow Ribbon Ventures LLC on Facebook, Instagram, and my personal pages. Hopefully you guys checked out that car show. Hopefully you guys liked it. If you guys want to find out where that is, you can go down on my personal page or my Yellow Ribbon page or my Instagram page. You'll see the car show. Thank you guys for cooking play and have a nice day.